good afternoon. I hope you guys have been having a fantastic week. I know I have. And with all new fun stuff to be looking forward to. First was the Deadpool trailer. Next was the X-Men trailer. All fun things to be looking forward to in this upcoming year. And I can't wait to watch all this action. But besides that, I hope you guys have had a fantastic Valentine's Day. And we're going to continue on with our Black History education when it comes to nerd fandom. And in today's episode, we will be talking about an interesting subject when it comes to the comic universe. Milestone Media. Now many of you most likely are confused as you've never heard of Milestone Media, wondering what is Milestone Media? And I wouldn't blame you. It is not a well-known company, but they are a comic book company responsible for the creation of the Dakotaverse. You're probably still having a confused expression on your face wondering what the heck is that? You're more familiar with the Dakotaverse than you think. And I say this because one of their creations is a fan favorite superhero that everybody knows, especially if you grew up as a kid in the early 2000s, as you probably watched his show. And that superhero goes by the name of Static Shock. Yep, Static Shock is part of the Dakotaverse and has been since the very conception. You're probably thinking to yourself, wait a minute, wasn't Static part of DC? Yes and no. It, it kind of gets complicated, but that's why I'm here to educate you guys and basically teach you a little about comic book history. So let's get started. You see, the Dakotaverse was created to represent minorities as superheroes, as the creators of the Dakotaverse and founders of Milestone Media felt that like minorities were underrepresented in the genre. And they weren't wrong. There were very few heroes that were minorities. Sure, you had Cyborg, Jon Stewart, Spider-Man 2099, Mr. Terrific, Steel, Luke Cage, Misty Knight, Blue Marvel, Black Panther, and Storm. But these were very few and rarely did they have a solo run of their own. Dwayne McDuffel, Den uh, Dennis Cohen, Michael Davis, Derek T. Dingle, and Christopher Priest, the founders of Milestone wanted to change that, which is why they founded the company in 1993. Now, this is where things get interesting. So in 1993, Milestone would strike a publishing deal with DC, which basically allowed DC to publish Milestone comics. And this deal was extremely interesting because one, Milestone would retain the copyright of their properties and had final say on all merchandising and licensing deals pertaining to them. Something that is rarely seen now and especially back then. They also did not fall under DC Comics editorial control and DC retained only the right not to publish any material that they objected to. So the, DC basically licensed any characters, editorial services, and creative content of Milestone Comics for an annual fee and share of the profits. So again, this was very interesting because this means that DC couldn't just use any of their characters without their permission, which is vastly different from what the atmosphere is now. If they have something that they want, they're probably gonna try to buy it like they did with Shazam, Plastic Man, and The Question and use them however 
whenever they want to. And not to mention with how many times DC reboots a lot of their comics, this would definitely help Milestone kind of put a stop to whatever wish they, they wanted to use these characters for. But besides Static, they would create other heroes that you might be familiar with, like Rocket and Icon. It was rare when any characters from Milestone would interact with DC characters. In 1994, Milestone did a temporary crossover with DC where both worlds collided. Now, this was kind of funny because, ironically enough, Batman, Superman, and other DC characters were well known in the Dakotaverse because they were, in fact, comic book characters. Now, one thing also is after this crossover, a lot of the characters in the Dakotaverse remembered meeting Batman, Superman, and some of the other DC characters, while on the DC side, they did a reboot, and most of everything that they did were forgotten. So it was kind of interesting to see that different dynamic. Now, you're probably wondering why you've never heard of this universe or these characters besides, of course, Static Shock. And it's because while Milestone had the advantage of being marketed by one of the big two comic books, publishers, the other being D, uh, not DC, Marvel, they also, uh, one of the benefits they had as well was they had a distinctive look of their comics and the appeal of representing to minorities. But this did come with some several disadvantages. In the 90s, so many comics were being released, introducing so many comic book readers to new universes that a slump because of so many universes being created would cause a market crash in 1994. It also did and help that a lot of retailers and readers looked at Milestone Comics as the comics for African Americans and assumed that the comics were not meant for readers outside of this group. The comics were also a bit more expensive because of the coloring process that they used to make themselves more unique, and they had little outside exposure beyond existing comic book shops and customers. Because of this, they ended up canceling many lower-selling series and aborted plans for new series as well. Milestone would not recover from this, and especially from the slump, and in 1997, they would shut down their comic book division, with a lot of their stories being discontinued mid-plot. So a lot of the plots went unresolved and as a comic book reader myself, that would frustrate me and it did frustrate a lot of comic book readers. And they would have to wait for mega cons, comic cons, maybe years later to talk to the original authors at these conventions and try to piece together what the end game was for these uh, comic books that never were. And sometimes it can be frustrating hearing these fantastic ideas, all these plot points coming together to make a fantastic ending and it never coming to pass. Milestone would end up becoming a licensing company and focused on a TV show that everyone should be familiar with, which made this hero a household name and that is Static Shock. The show Static Shock would breathe new interest in Milestone and give them a win as the show became popular. It had the involvement of two comic book creators of Milestone Media itself, Dwayne McDuffel and uh, Dennis Cohen. Funny enough, Static would confuse a lot of comic book readers, especially new ones, because the show had a Static interacting with DC characters like Jon Stewart, Batman, Superman, and even the Justice League, when originally 
Unfortunately, Static Shock the show was not a part of the DC animated universe, nor had interacted with these characters in the comics as much, or at all. This would question why Static wasn't in more DC comics or any other DC media, since fans assumed he was originally a DC character under their control. Now, the show ended up having four seasons, which was fantastic, but would be cancelled before they would get a fifth one, and from interviews with Dwayne McDuffel, he would state that it's because of low toy sales, which back then and even now determines how long a show will have on the air. Look at Pokemon. That show has been going on for more than 30 years and has so many spinoffs because everything sells. The toys, the games, everything. And not to mention, it would not be the end of seeing Dwayne McDuffel in DC. Because he was introduced to the whole animation world, he worked on so many different animation projects. Ben 10, Justice League Doom, Crisis on Infinite Earths. He actually wrote both movies and Justice League Doom was dedicated to him because he ended up passing back in, I want to say 2012. But besides that, a lot of comic readers as I stated would be wondering why Static never got his own movie or why he didn't show up in other stuff as well. Now in 2008 things would get a little more confusing because it was announced that the Milestone universe and the characters would be merging with the DC universe. And if you're wondering, wait a minute, didn't you just say that in the Dakotaverse, the DC characters like Batman were comics themselves? How were they going to do this? And this is all because they would all merge into what would be known as the New 52. A lot of you comic book readers should be familiar with the name. And if you're not, long story short, DC wanted to obtain new readers, so they basically rebooted the entire DC universe, making everything from scratch, making the characters younger, changing a few characteristics of the story, making it for the brand new generation to come so it wasn't your father's Superman or your father's Batman. This was a new Batman, a new Superman, a new Wonder Woman with new stories to tell. And trust me when I say this would not be the last time DC rebooted their entire DC universe. At this point, I'm surprised that they haven't done it again already. This had static joining the Teen Titans and allowed other characters like Icon and Rocket and Hardware to appear in other TV shows like Young Justice and Batman the Brave and the Bold. Static himself would later get his own comic book series in 2011, but it was canceled after only eight issues. In 2015, there was discussions in reviving the comic book side of Milestone Media. The following year, DC announced that they would be creating a new universe within DC called Earth-M, which would be the home to the earlier Milestone characters as well as new ones. It was agreed that one or two imprint titles would be published annually, as well as one-shots and miniseries. It wasn't until October of 2017 that five titles would be announced returning in 2018. This included a new Static series, Icon and Rocket comic book, and new titles with new characters. The line of comics was finally revived in 2020 with Milestone Returns issue number zero. And besides that, we haven't really heard much from Milestone Media. So now the future of these iconic characters now lie with the comic sales that are released every year. 
As stated before, because of the popularity of shows like Static Shock showing characters in the Dakotaverse interacting with other DC characters, it created a lot of confusion with people. Even now, a lot of people will comment whenever DC announces a movie, why aren't we getting a Static Shock movie? Why is Static Shock being left out? And this is why. Because they do not hold the rights or copyright of Static Shock. Everything has to be approved by Milestone Media first. They have the final say as they hold the copyright. Which is also why Static didn't show up in Injustice or Injustice 2. He showed up in the mobile version, but not the main game even though they already had a character design ready. Now, I'm not saying this as a good thing or a bad thing, but in reality, if you want to see more Static or other characters that you fell in love with, whether it was in the Static Shock show or even in Young Justice that are in the Dakotaverse, you're going to have to pick up comics from Milestone Media or just contact them on social media and tell them, hey, Milestone, I want a Static Shock movie. Make a Static Shock movie happen, especially since James Gunn is at the head of DC and can make it work. You know how awesome it would be to see a Static Shock movie? Heck, I would love to see Static teaming up with Green Lantern Jon Stewart like he did in the TV show. They had terrific chemistry there and they could basically put that on the big screen. That would be fantastic. But until then, we're not going to see anything new with Static Shock, whether it becomes in TV shows, games, or movies, because they would have to get permission from Milestone. And again, I know it sounds like I'm saying it as a bad thing, but they're not really doing anything with Static at the moment, so it wouldn't hurt for Milestone to kind of give DC a, hey, we want to make a game or something. I mean, Static is popular. It's basically their mascot at this point. And who knows, maybe they will have more crossovers with other DC characters and show up in fighting games. But until then, the ball's in Milestone's court. But anyway, that's it for this week's episode. I hope you guys enjoyed the history lesson of Milestone Medium and Static Shock. And I can't wait to see you guys next week. So, sayonara, see you later, and have a good one. Goodbye.